0: Welcome to the SDG Talks podcast, where we discuss all things around the Sustainable Development Goals and the Roadmap to 2030.
1: We are your co-hosts, James and Kevin, here to take you along the SDG ride. We hope you enjoy today's SDG Talks podcast. I think in this field that I'm working in, like a sustainable fashion field, I think we have to be able to see us, like everyone, like creators, all these creators, like designers, photographers, makeup artists, like models and brands, like, like everyone, as partners, not competitors, you know? And I think this is something that I feel like we need to value because it's, we are not competitors, we are partners to make the world a better place, you know?
0: SDG Talkers, welcome back. Today, you're gonna hear from Kiko Hirokawa, who is an ethical model consciously working with ethical and sustainable brands that are making the world a better place. Kiko believes that models have a voice for positive change and will break down some of these misconceptions of models and how models are humans first, models second. We'll hear about how models are a significant part of the whole sustainable fashion supply chain, and we're going to dive into, as well, the consumer perceptions of sustainable eco fashion. Kiko is a wealth of knowledge and very passionate about mental health around sustainability and the whole ethical model space. I hope you'll enjoy listening. Take care. SDG Talkers, welcome back. Kiko, really excited to have you on the show today. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me today.
0: It is a pleasure to have you. So where are you located today in the world?
1: I'm actually located in Berlin, but I was in Paris last week.
0: Okay. Yeah. I would say you were in Paris when we last spoke. And so from one fashion capital to maybe another fashion capital of sorts.
1: Sustainable fashion capital, I would say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So sustainable fashion is a term that I hear all the time. I'm on Clubhouse. I think that's one of the areas where we had connected. And I see a lot of rooms around fast fashion, sustainable fashion, eco fashion, ethical fashion, some some abbreviation fashion. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions around the terms. I would love to know from the words of Kiko right away, what does is, what is sustainable ethical fashion mean to you in yeah. your words?
1: No, I think it's a great question. I think that's something that I'm always try to ask to every brand that I work with and every organization and like everyone that I work with, you know, because I think everybody has different definitions of ethical and sustainable fashion. But for me, like when I say ethical and sustainable fashion, I mean like socially fashion that's socially good and eco-friendly and animal-friendly. That's always what I say. And that's something that I would always stick stick to.
0: Yeah. And I think that social has a component. The animal has a component. Then there's the environment yeah. and, and sort of human component too. And I think that we could, we could spend uh, hours on, on each of those, but give us Stevens now a little deeper, some context about Kiko. What is some of the work that you do around this and, and tell us about the company and brand that you started?
1: Yeah, so I'm just going to briefly introduce myself. Like, my name is Kiko and an ethical model. Basically, I consciously work with ethical and sustainable brands, like, who are making the world a better place. And like I said, I support positive fashion. That's kind of our planet and people and animals. And because I believe that even models can be a voice for positive change. And yeah, I'm currently um, starting an ethical model agency called ethical models uh, to connect some brands with models who share their ethical values with so that, you know, brands can have meaningful campaigns and, you know, brands and models can use voice, their voice with voices for political change. And this is something that I have been doing as a model and I see the impact. You know, I see the benefits for the brands to to create meaningful campaigns, like I said. So yeah, I would just I would like to, you know, pass on or give the same opportunity to other models who are also change makers as well.
0: And so you've you've been in it. You're in the weeds. You are a, a, a model yourself, sustainable fashion yeah. model. Yeah. And, yes. and so what like you give a great example and you said something about models can be a voice for change. Yeah. Um, What do you mean by that? And and maybe give us some examples of how models can be a voice for change.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, today we live with social media. I think we, we always use technology and I think that like you know before I think 10 years ago like models necessarily didn't have that voice you know to to stand stand for some positive movements or causes in the world and but today we we do we all have the voices to to talk about something something that uh, matters in the in the world and so basically what I do is when I work with an ethical brand you know I try to share like you know the behind the scenes uh, of course I ask them for permission like to if I can share the photos or not and but uh, yeah basically I try to be as transparent as possible like what we are doing and then like I try to talk about their clothes and um, how they are producing their like and then after the shooting with the image that I get from the shooting like I always try to talk about the brands but also in a positive way and I really feel like I get some engagement from people who are interested in ethical fashion already but also like you know are just who just started become curious about ethical fashion and I really like that I can bring more awareness into to the world
0: that way and it seems like there's there's a lot to break down what you just said but especially from the aspect of the models and then as well as the the brands themselves and 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 what their sustainable supply chain emission looks like but to kind of focus more on the model for a second Mm. i feel like there's many misconceptions of models i mean me personally when i was growing up i'd see fashion model shows where you see some of these male or female models walking down the runway and almost just like not smiling. And it's like, Oh, immediately you assume it's like, okay, well, they maybe are upset about something or that that's just the style or the look. And they're more of like a, an object, not a person. And I know that's not the case, but what's maybe been some of the challenges for models, particularly sustainable fashion models. And then how does that play into the story of this evolving movement towards sustainable Mm eco-fashion?
1: So I think I can start with like model, like typical modeling or like, you know, misconceptions of models, like typically, and I think which are like models don't eat, like models make a lot of money, like models get to keep the closed day model, which are not true. And And I think for sustainable modeling, let's say, or ethical modeling, I can say the same maybe, but I think... Yeah, I can say the same about it. But I think like um, our mental health, I would say, like is not that bad, <laughs> let's say, compared to the typical model industry because we are more focusing on ethical values that we have. And I think that's that's why I'm working on my agency project because we want to select models based on their ethical values rather than just looks. Of course, looks unfortunately matter in this industry, but like we want to... Eat like value equally, if that makes sense. So, from my experience, I definitely feel like my mental health has improved. My own mental health has yeah, improved mm-hmm. completely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a great, great insight into this consumer demand, as well as just modern day realization that we need to align our our mind, body, and soul with whatever we're putting our efforts towards and i like to hear that there's a movement with ethical brands and ethical models to be who you are not try and be someone that you're not and i as a consumer i really appreciate when someone is is authentic and it is themselves and i think that authenticity is something i've seen in your brand and and seeing some of the models you're working with but then i want to then parlay that into brands themselves in terms of like how brands are approaching Working with models, but then also brands and how they're approaching sustainability as in general. I mean, I think there's a lot of greenwashing and conversations around, you know, they just put eco in front of it and all of a sudden they think it's, it's good or they did, there's the rainbow washing where they did something a little bit better. But so I'd love to hear your thoughts in terms of how brands are working with models in a certain way, but then also how brands are approaching this new consumer demand of sustainable fashion.
1: Yeah, I mean, so I think brands still don't necessarily consider models as like part of their supply chain, I and mean, this is something that I'd like to kind of bring more awareness into, because like I, I don't know if you're familiar with like um ethical fair fair trade fair show uh, called Neonit yep. in Berlin, and I was there like five times before and every time I was there I interviewed basically as many brands as possible about how they work with their models and basically like it came to how can I say like um, basically I had this like static that like n- 90% of the brands want to work with models who who care about what they're doing but they don't know how so I felt like the need to, to create an agency like this. And yeah, so I think um, hopefully can see models, like you said, not objects, but human beings that with ethical voices and yeah.
0: Models as part of the supply chain. I hadn't thought about it in that capacity, but as we're talking about getting... Said product to the marketplace. That's a they're an important piece of the puzzle, and and humans just like my, you and myself.
1: Exactly, and like I said, like they do have the voice, you know, especially with social media today. And I don't want to be like this kind of person that relies on social media for everything. No, but like it is true that we do live with social media, and I think it's always empowering when I see like women in general, like or just people in general, like you know, talking about talking something more you know something more than just their images you know and i remember from my experience like uh, i walked into a show in new york actually uh, when i was doing a lot of catwalks and yeah so i walked into this one show where i had to wear this like massive fur coat and i necessarily i didn't necessarily feel good about it so basically what i did was like I just left, you know, after the show, I didn't even want to take like extra photos for the brand. And I think this is just another like example, but from different perspective, like I didn't want to, like any photo of me wearing that code, uh, like to be published, you know? So it's not good for a brand either. If like, you know, a brand, like models are not supporting a brand, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's hard to put your name and passion and soul behind something if... If you're not behind it, you need to be aligned. And I think it helps when a company's missions and values are aligned with yours. So from your perspective, when thinking it from the the company lens here, what are some examples and maybe give us some context on what does it mean to be a sustainable fashion brand? I hear this again all the time. People are talking about it on Clubhouse. What is a sustainable fashion brand? And maybe any examples of of some companies or model systems in place that are that are doing it well today in 2021
1: yeah sustainable so i think when i hear sustainable i think sustainability stands for like economy and like environments aspect and also social so like i think uh sustainable brands are the brands that are like caring about the planet and human rights. And that's what I would think. And I think from that perspective, I can say a brand called EcoAlf, which I actually worked with before. And EcoAlf is a sustainable brand from Spain. And, but they do have like, they are going international and they even have a store in my country, Japan as well. And I had opportunity to work with them. And they are basically working with materials that are completely like recycled. And they are also cleaning the ocean at the same time because they are using, working with materials like plastic bottles from the ocean. So they work with fishermen and they are, you know, getting the, the materials from the ocean and recycling the ocean. So I really like the concept. And yeah, so I don't know if I answered that question.
0: Yeah, no, or this is the point of SDG talks is just a, a meandering river of conversation here, and I from from what you just said, you you brought that example of the the company Japan, uh, which is I, I know there's a lot of examples of upcycling products, downcycling products, um, trying to reduce packaging in the product and, and getting it to the consumer a certain way, but I'd love to know your thoughts on the consumer, it's like what are consumers thinking about right now in regards to sustainable fashion and and maybe what what should they be thinking about more i mean you brought up how yeah. models should be part of the supply chain on yeah. some examples but yeah with what, what your thoughts on that
1: so consumers i think the best best thing we can do like i see myself consume as well so i'm gonna say we but the best thing we can do is to use what we already have you know so like maybe going to like second shop or like vintage stores and i mean first sorry like use what we already have so go into your closet and like you know like check like what kind of clothes you have and if you really need them or not and if you don't need them and you can like send them to charity and if you need some some new clothes maybe you can go to uh, second hand or vintage shops and not buy fast fashion if that makes sense because you don't always like you know I think some misconception of sustainable fashion is like that like sustainable clothes can be super expensive well I mean it doesn't have to be that case. You know, it doesn't have to be that way. Like secondhand and vintage clothes are as affordable as fast fashion, you know? And then like, after I would say like, if you really need clothes that are like newly made, and then I would go for sustainable alternatives. And for that, there are so many, um, I mean, there's a great app called Good On You and you can always check if a brand is sustainable or not, they basically rate brands uh, based on their, based on its impact and the impact on the environment, people, and animals.
0: And what was that? What was that called that you just mentioned? Be on uh, you.
1: Good on you.
0: Good on you. Okay. In yeah. in, in good on you. They that it's is. It's an app. Yeah. Oh, it's an app.
1: Yeah, but they have a site, of course, and they do like so many great articles about ethical fashion. Yeah, you can just type a n- name of the band and then, yeah, you will see the list.
0: I will have to check it out right after this.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: So within the work that you do, oh, sorry, what, were you going to say something else?
1: No, I was going to just Emma Watson supports it even. Because she's... Um, oh, Emma Watson. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Her, also known as Hermione Granger too. Right. <laughs> she is the best. So within the conversation that we're exploring, I mean, it's a lot of sort of overlap of aspects of gender equality, sustainable, responsible consumption and production. And, and all, all these SDGs are overlapping. But with within your work, where you're sitting today in Berlin, what's something that, that really excites you right now within the context of the SDGs? I mean, there's there's so much, but is there anything that you're looking at that, Really, you're like, you know what, I have hope, I have faith, I'm excited for this in regards to this whole collective pursuit of the Sustainable Development Goals.
1: I think like what I'm most, what I'm most excited about in SDGs is maybe Goal 17, like partnerships for the goals. Because I think in this field that I'm working in, like a sustainable fashion field, I think we have to be able to see us, like everyone, like creators, all these creators, like designers, photographers, makeup artists, like models and brands, like, like everyone as partners not competitors you know and i think this is something that i feel like we need to value because we are not competitors we are partners to make the world a better place you know i think that's what i'm most excited about and that's how i believe we create a more sustainable world and future for
0: all well said it's a little mic drop there but i i'd also like to know on the flip side of what do you see as the biggest challenges and barriers to to accomplishing what you just said? I mean, there's, there's, there's sometimes competition, there's egos, there's big brands trying to make big money. What are some of these biggest challenges and things that you see that we need to address as a society to be able to move forward?
1: Yeah, to what I just said or just in general?
0: Yeah, in general or, or to what you just said.
1: I think this might sound weird but I think we have to do individually also in a work, you know like we have to do also in a work to like you said remove our egos and to be able to see us as humans because I'm so tired of like like you know dealing with like human programs you know we have to like step move forward like you have to Come together as humans, you know. Like I think we have so many barriers as humans, like you know, cultural barriers, but also, I don't know. Like last week, I experienced like like a hate crime in my walk, and it was really, really not acceptable. And I felt like, but for me, it didn't necessarily affect me because it's just like, it's such a how can I say like it's like it's not even uh, it's hard to explain, but it's like we have to like, this is not where I want to be, you know, like, it's like, I don't know. I just see humans as humans. So I really feel like this is like something that I cannot change people to do, but I think people need to do, do it. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, yeah,
0: it does. And I think it, I we, know. we need to continue to lead, lead with action. Yeah. And that, that requires people of, of all shapes, Colors, religions, ethnicities to be part of it and not I know thinking. It's hard,
1: yeah, yeah. But I think we have to be able to see us as one and and come together and yeah.
0: Yeah, and acknowledging that there's there's power in our differences. I think there's yeah. having different people in your group with with unique insights that are different than your own. It's 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 a really good thing to surround yourself with differences, but also know that you can be different, but also be respectful. And right. and that, uh, there's, there's no, there's no place in the world for any type of, of hate crime and any type of, um, situation where one person putting okay. another person. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to hear that that happened to you. And, and, you know, I, I, think that unfortunately that has become commonplace. And I know, especially even COVID has, has, has changed and challenges a lot of these norms that, that we're experiencing, uh, whether it's going out in public, whether it's what you buy, whether it's how you work, uh, so many things. And maybe sort of round this out. I'd love to know the COVID question, the COVID challenge, the COVID opportunity. What role has COVID played within your work and within this conversation of models and sustainable fashion?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, for me, COVID has been a bit tough in terms of like not doing any fashion shows um, because i do love doing like long ways more than doing photo shoots to be honest and actually in 2019 in december in paris i had the opportunity to organize an ethical and vegan fashion show in paris and in partner in partnership with non-profit organization called fake and it was super successful and i really wanted to do the second one but it was cancelled so i mean hopefully it's just postponed. but i think like in, in terms of sustainability and i think it's it's actually good like i think it's giving like time to it's giving people time to think and reflect on like what what they've been, what they've been doing, and I think I see this attitude more in food, so like people trying to buy local food or support local businesses. And I really hope that people can do it for fashion as well, because I feel like sometimes they don't necessarily they miss the connection, like and link between food and fashion. Yeah, if that makes sense.
0: No, absolutely. There, there's so many overlaps with everything that we do, and and in your your context around the, the human element of all this is, is something I appreciate. And you know I think that there's there's a lot of um, room for collaboration and growth in the space. So I appreciate all your, all your context there. And just to kind of round this out, I'd love to know, you know if people wanted to get involved or, or get in touch or if there's a prospective sustainable model, or if there's someone that's interested in, in collaborating from some type of ecofashion context, What would be the best way to get in touch or collaborate with you?
1: Yeah, so please reach out to me on Instagram. My Instagram is kiko.sanfrasol. I would love to do any collaboration or modeling work with sustainable and ethical brands, as always. And for those who are interested in joining our ethical model agency, you can find us at ethicalmodels.com. And if you like to submit the application, you can just click on uh, Get Scouted, and then submit the application, and I will check it and get back to you, so,
0: yeah. I love it. And, I, and I'm excited to further explore ways that we can collaborate and maybe doing some different short profiles to continue to humanize all the, the amazing models in your network. Because uh, I think that, that, again, that authenticity and the story behind the models and the people in humans is what really appeals to me and appeals to consumers and appeals to the brand. So excited to expand conversation on that with you as well.
1: For sure. All
0: right, Kiko, well, I appreciate your time. Thanks for all you're doing and uh, we'll be in touch.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me.
0: Take care. Thanks for listening to the SDG Talks podcast. Make sure to check out all the show notes for relevant links from this show. Please share and follow SDG Talks on social media and stay tuned for updates from the Unleash and United Nations community.
1: The goal of the SDG Talks is to bring you good content, so if you want to learn about something specific or have suggestions, please let us know. We look forward to seeing you next time on SDG Talks.